I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to another episode of the Badass Mother Podcast. This is episode 90. I can't believe it. Getting so close to 100. Thank you so much for all of your support and listening and just really being such awesome fans and supports to my work and what I'm doing. I love hearing from all of you what is most impactful, what you love most about the podcast, what you're learning, the quotes that you love. It means a lot to me to hear all of that from you. Today's episode is a request from my Facebook group. So lately in the group, I've been talking about the big investment that I just made for my business for coaching in 2020 and how I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I'm going to make my money back. This idea of making my money back has really intrigued a lot of the people in my Facebook group who've been really curious about how. And it's also come up with people lately who are signing up to work with me in 2020 who are thinking about making an investment to work with me and are really curious about how to make their money back. So I wanted to share some tips. I know right now is one of the biggest seasons for planning our investments in our businesses, and I wanted to share some of my thoughts on how to guarantee your own return on the investment you make when you are investing in a coach. Most of us come to business thinking about the amount we're willing to invest as the amount that we are willing to lose if things don't work out. And when you know that you're going to make your money back, the way that you invest changes and you actually invest in better things. You make better investments and the return that you get is so much better. This is one of the things that not only is it really important for me to do in my own business with my own coaching investments, but it's also something that is really important for me to teach my clients. So when somebody works with me, we have a heavy focus on making their money back and making it back as quickly as possible. So not just taking six whole months to make the money back, but really being intentional about can we make this back in the first month, in the second month? It kind of depends on where they are in their business. Some people make it back quicker than others, but I want everybody to have been, to have made it back and more by the end and hopefully lots and lots more. So it's something that I really focus on with my coaching. Each of our weekly sessions, we are checking in on their progress towards the goals that they're setting and really focused on getting a great return. Once you learn how to do that, you're so much braver in the investments that you're willing to make as far as the amount. I always say, For most of us, when we come to our business, 
that amount is what we're willing to lose. And the investment that I've just made, I paid $25,000 and I was sharing in my group, like I'm not willing to lose $25,000. The thing is, I know that I'm going to make that back. And I know that I'm going to make that back every month and more that I'm working with my coach. That's just who I am and what I do. I make that kind of money. So I'm going to give you some of my tips, some of my thoughts for how to make your money back. And then just know if you're one of my clients, if we're working together, this will be something that we focus on very heavily. Getting your money's worth starts with making the right investments. And a lot of this comes down to knowing yourself. So for instance, I typically don't invest in courses that don't have any kind of support or interaction because I know that I'm not going to follow through with them. I've actually done this once. I have purchased one course that had no interaction whatsoever from the person and I did like a tenth of it and then was like, meh, I don't need this. So I have a very strict no course policy for myself now. I know a lot of you don't follow through with your courses either. In fact, I've seen like jokes and memes and that kind of thing in the online business space about having folders on your computer full of courses that you have never even gone through, let alone finished. So like I said, I have a no strict or I have a strict no course policy for myself and I don't even look at courses. The other day I saw an ad for one and because I haven't looked at the details of any courses in so long, I was kind of curious. Like I was kind of getting to this place where I was like, why do people even buy courses? So I went onto the sales page to see like, why are people drawn to this? Why are people buying these? And I could totally feel myself getting sucked in. I could definitely see the appeal with the way that the sales page is. So I get it, I'm not judging. And I know that some of you out there are awesome with courses. So if that is you, great. But I wanna say if you have a history of incomplete courses and spur of the moment buying, it's time to step away from the courses. I also will notice that a lot of my clients tend to want to buy courses that are kind of below their level. Like I've had one client in particular who has purchased courses that she literally could have created herself. Like she just already has expertise and knowledge in this area and she has bought courses in it before we worked together. And I had just set a no course policy for her as well while we have worked together. I think courses, because they're usually a lower cost entry point, are something that a lot of us will buy instead of making an appropriate investment in our business. I think that they have their place for some people, for some phases in business, but for a lot of you, they're the more comfortable investment to make because it's a lower entry point. It's a lower investment when really it's more appropriate for you to invest at a higher level to get more support that's actually right for where you are in your business. My coach calls this under investing. 
I was a chronic underinvestor before I started working with her in our mastermind. I would try to squeeze like every bit of value that I could from the lower investments that I was making. And yes, I made money doing that. But as soon as I started investing at a higher level, I started earning at a much higher level than I had from some of the more um, lower entry point investments with less contact with her. So if you're another under investor like me, I encourage you to really get honest with yourself about that and really question if you're making the right kinds of investments for where you are in your business. And a one-on-one -on -one coach who's really good, who can really give you tailored coaching for where you are is always a good idea. So many of my clients are making faster progress and faster growth than I did when I was at their stage of business. Actually, all of them are. <laughs> because when I was at their stages of business, I was not making anything and they are making money so much faster than I did because I went for such a long time without investing at all and then without investing very much to get that one-on-one -on -one support. And once I did that, things really shifted. So I want to encourage you, like I said, step away from the courses, but I also wanna point out that this comes down to doing your due diligence. Did you just see a Facebook ad? Or are you participating in a webinar and now you want to buy? What do you really know about the person that you are buying from? As a coach, I really prefer that my potential clients join my Facebook group, listen to this podcast, and get a really good feeling for who I am before they apply to work with me. It's always kind of a red flag to me when I have somebody apply to work with me who is not super familiar with my work. I really like somebody to understand who I am and what I'm about and my philosophy and my personality and all of that before we talk about working together. I don't want it to be an impulse buy. I want it to be a slow burn that becomes like an explosion that they cannot resist any longer. And sometimes that's a couple of days that they have listened to like almost every episode, watched all my lives, that kind of thing. Sometimes it's a few weeks. It can be a little bit longer, but I like when people have really done their homework on me, that they really know what they're getting into and have really done that due diligence, like I said, to understand who I am and what I'm about. I encourage you to do this as well, no matter who you're thinking about working with for what, to really get to know who they are and what they're all about. I think you can learn so much from somebody's online presence and how they operate their business. And you can really take a look at that and make sure that that is in line with who you are, who you want to be, what you want for your business. You also want to get a sense of how much does this coach care about my success? 
So as a coach, I personally don't want to take on any clients that I don't believe will be successful. I want them to be making way more than their investment with me. I just had a client who made her investment back in a month and a half, and now we have the next several months together to just blow that out of the water. I have another client who told me she just realized she got a 300% return on investing in me. These are the types of things that I really want to be hearing from my clients and I really want to be seeing that they are more than making their money back. They are really hitting their goals. They're really being as successful as they want to be. And my duty on a consult call with a potential client is to determine, do I see that in them? Do I think that they're going to be able to hit their goals. And when I have concerns, I either don't make an offer or I ask them very hard questions to see how determined are they? What kind of grit is in there? What kind of commitment is in there? What are they going to do when things get hard or when they're discouraged or frustrated? Because that happens to all of us and you need to be ready for it and you need to be strong enough to keep going because usually a major breakthrough is right on the other side. I don't make offers to anybody anymore if I don't think that this person is going to be making their money back plus so much more. I personally really want to work with clients who are getting results, who are making their money back fast, who are progressing really quickly in their businesses. It's so much more fun and exciting and fulfilling to me, and it feels really good to both of us. I also am willing to let clients go who aren't moving forward, who aren't making progress towards their goals. I do not want to receive money from anybody who isn't getting results. It's just not an integrity with me at this point in my business, where I am right now, and it is something that I take really seriously. Because I work with clients one-on-one only right now, I am very hands-on with my clients, and I feel like I really have a lot of influence over the results that they are creating if they're really coachable, if they're following through on what we've talked about and all of that. So I think that that is also a really unique space that you get with a one-on-one coach versus somebody who has a huge group or a course where they're like, well, you've paid for it, good luck. Making your money back from coaching also comes from taking responsibility to make the money back. My coach is amazing, but she doesn't do any work for me. She doesn't make any decisions in my business, and she doesn't implement any of the decisions in my business. She's a sounding board for me sometimes, but for the most part, she teaches me concepts, she pushes me out of my comfort zone, and as I'm implementing, she points out little tweaks I can make. She has zero tolerance for my drama, and bullshit. And in the standard that she holds for me, I grow so much. She has a really high standard for her clients and I had to grow to reach it to even start working with her. Both times, both times I've signed up for the mastermind, she's raised the standard even higher 
and invited me to become my next level of self. I kind of imagine that I'm like swimming laps in the pool and she is on the edge of the pool and she has like the big picture perspective. And if I'm like doing the wrong form or rearing out of my lane, she calls out and is like, straighten up. (laughs) And every few laps, I catch her glance and see how I'm doing. But ultimately, I'm the one swimming. She's not in the pool with me, if that makes sense. I think it's a great visual. Because I take responsibility for my own results, I also don't wait for her to tell me what to do. This is something that I really encourage all my clients to do, to take action, to evaluate, and then come to me to review the results and talk about what happens next. I make decisions and implement in my business, and I talk to my coach about the results. We make tweaks to go forward, and I know if I'm really going out of line, she's going to let me know. I show up to our calls ready to learn. I know exactly what I'm hoping to get each time. And this is something that one of my clients told me last week. She was like, you know, I've noticed that I've been getting a lot better results from coaching over the last month. And the thing that's shifted is that I have started preparing before our calls. I do work before the call. I know exactly what I want to be coached on. And I'm making such better use out of the time because of it. This is something that I really encourage all of my clients to do, that coaching is a two-way street. It's a collaborative process, and I can only coach on what's being presented to me. So if shallow things are being presented to me, I try to dig deeper, of course. Like, I will call out, this is not what we need to be talking about. But sometimes if there's something really under the surface there that you're not even aware of and you're not bringing it to me, we can't coach on it. So it's really important that you're doing a lot of this reflection and work on your own in between sessions and really preparing for each session, coming prepared with a topic, with questions, with a clear idea of what you're hoping to get each time. I see my coach as a resource and I feel like it's my job to mine what I need from her instead of showing up hoping she's got a plan. In between calls, I get to work. My coach says something like, I'm never going to coach you twice on the same thing. So I make sure that I implement the things we talked about last time And I just feel like I would be completely mortified to show up to a call having not accomplished anything since we talked last. Like, I literally cannot imagine ever doing that. It terrifies me to even think about doing that. My business is my job, and I go to work every weekday on my job. If I ever don't get the results I want, I look for how I am responsible, how I didn't do something, how I dropped a ball, how I failed. I look for what didn't work on my end so that I have the control to be able to fix it. If it's something I didn't do or I did wrong, I have all the power to fix it. The blame and responsibility never rests on her. Because when it comes to running a business, I know she can do it. She makes over a million a year now. 
So if my business isn't working how I want it to, I know that it must be me. I look for how it's true, that it is me, and then I go to work to change those things. Finally, making your money back also comes from a willingness to be wrong, to be coachable, to have taken a lot of steps in one direction and then discover it's time to let it go and head in a different direction, to be willing to see how I might be wrong and how my coach might be right because I know her perspective is bigger than mine. Often we have this sense in business that I'm doing everything right and nothing is working. This thought is always wrong. And I, whenever I experience this thought, I look for how it's wrong and I bring my coach my answer for feedback. I don't ask her to read my mind. I don't ask her to overlook every moment of my business to see what might be going wrong. I look for my own answers and bring them to her for feedback. When I bring her a situation that frustrates me, I expect that she's not going to take my side and she's not going to let me wallow in it, but she's going to point out where I can take responsibility for it. I remember I had this client once where I kind of had this story like, I think that she's my worst client and I really dread working with her and she's so difficult. And my coach literally was like, where are you not being the best coach for her? Where are you being her worst coach? It was really harsh and really uncomfortable to think about, but I was able to find exactly what she was talking about. I did the work and the coaching relationship shifted so much because my thoughts shifted and how I showed up as a coach shifted and everything changed. I let go of my ego and I'm always willing to see how my perspective and thoughts could be wrong. It always serves me. Our thoughts are really often limiting us because our perspective is limited. And I'm able to do this because I have immense trust in my coach. She's where I want to be. And I know that she's going to show me exactly how to get there and that she's going to help me find my way to get there, not just replicating what has worked for her. I know she has done this work and I know that she has lived every single thing she teaches me. It's the ultimate in integrity and it's what I model for my clients too, that I have done the work that I'm teaching them. I have been through everything that they have been through. My clients feel the exact same way about me that I feel about my coach. They trust me. They are resourceful to find their own answers and check back in with me about their results. They're willing to look at how they might be wrong and they come to our calls with questions and things to think about. I had an awesome comment from a client earlier this week where she had talked about talking to a bunch of different coaches before she hired me and how because of that, she has so much trust in me and knows that I am exactly the right coach for her. She talked about how it was like she was Goldilocks trying all the different oatmeals and I was the baby bear oatmeal for her and it made me laugh so much. And I thought it was just an awesome way to describe it. 
So I hope that this has given you some thoughts for your investments as you're thinking about coaching for 2020. If that's something that you're planning, if that's something that you're deciding right now, you want to really be sure you're making the right investment. You want to know how you're going to know that it's the right investment. Sometimes I'll ask people that on a consult, if they're talking to multiple coaches, I'll ask, how will you know? How are you going to know that this is the right coach? Making your money back from coaching also comes from taking your responsibility to make the money back and a willingness to be wrong. A lot of people don't make as much money as they possibly can because they want the coach to do it for them. They want to put the blame and the responsibility on other people and they aren't willing to have their ego challenged. They aren't willing to look at how they might be wrong and they're leaving so much money on the table because of having that mindset. So I hope that going into 2020, that's not going to be you. I hope that you choose the absolute best coach for you. I hope that it is amazing. You get all the results that you dream of in 2020. And if you think that I might be that coach for you, I would love to talk to you more about that. I would love to have a conversation where we explore what that would look like to work together. I would love to hear about your goals. I would love to hear about what's challenging you right now, your vision for the future. So if you are looking for something like that now, feel free to reach out to me on my website. If you go to samanthasiffering.com slash coach, we will link that up in the show notes for you. That is where you can learn a little bit more about what it's like to work with me. You can apply to work with me. What happens from there is that if I think you're a good fit, from what you've put in there, I will invite you to a call where we can explore what it would look like. We can talk a little bit more about the details. And if we aren't a good fit, I give you a really good recommendation for who you should work with. I know a lot of fantastic coaches. So I am always happy to send you in the direction of somebody I know beyond a shadow of a, shadow of a doubt would be able to help you. So head over to samanthasiffering.com slash coach and let's get the conversation started about who is going to support you to hit your big, amazing goals in 2020. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 